All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades over on Twitter. And welcome back to another episode of Rare FUD Radio, episode number 40. We are in 40 deep, boys. It is a wild time. We have been building through the bear and goodness gracious, it feels like things are just starting to come alive in epic proportions. We'll be talking about it all today. We'll certainly be talking about Bonk because how could you not have a Solana show and not talk about Bonk? Um, let's talk about some of the run-ups we've seen in some of the NFTs. Uh, let's talk about some alpha for you guys. We cannot stop talking about alpha because the market is moving so much. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Joining me as always is my wonderful co-host Dorian. Dor, how you doing today, man? Yo, dog, <laughs> every day is a holiday and it is Thanksgiving because your boys are eating. It's yeah. a complete buffet out there, man, and I can't get enough. <laughs> That's, dude, you are not lying. It is ridiculous. Uh, I can't stop. I, I literally have never seen the market clearer, and I don't know if it's because we're uh, at least going up again, and I'm much better when we're going up again than when we're yeah. you know heading towards the, the penultimate bear, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it does feel like Thanksgiving and I'm really thankful for our other co-host Joe as well. Joe, how you doing today, man? Hey guys, I'm doing very well, very well. Thankful, blessed, doing good, man. Bonk's got me bonked. You feel me? <laughs> Yo, bonk got me bonked, dog. So I feel you, man. <laughs> uh, it's been so good, dude. I mean, we can, we can go right into bonk cause I, it's, it's all anybody can talk about right now. We are looking at. 72 million dollars in volume we are now looking at a fully diluted market cap of about 320 million um this is this is bananas i mean this is straight like out of a a, you couldn't even think that this was going to happen and we were one of the first ones to come on publicly and say like bonk is coming you should be buying bonk don't think Mm -hmm. it's just a meme coin um because it it's getting adopted man like it, it people are minting in bonk People are building around Bonk. Like, mm-hmm. this is – and the, the crazy thing to me is that this is Dogecoin. So it has all the memes and stuff of, a, of Doge and the good uh, community sentiment. It was d- distributed fairly to NFT participants, people that are still around in the Solana ecosystem mm-hmm. or still had holdings. Um, it was distributed to developers and artists. And then you have your early con- contributors as well. But – they're on a vesting schedule. So at least, you know, they're locked up for like the next three years and, you know, they'll slowly be released their supply that they're each allocated. So, um, but you can build around it, you know, and it's on Solana, which is one of the easiest platforms to build around, to launch on to everything. It's just one of the best blockchains and that's why we have the show around it. So um, guys, let's talk a little bit about NFT volume first, and then we'll, we'll get into how we're feeling about the market. We're sitting at about 500 K Solana volume across Magic Eden, Coral Cube, Haiti Swap, Tensor, Hyperspace, um, and Exchange Art. So, oh my goodness. Um, we're about to see a ton of volume on Exchange Art too. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well with the, mm-hmm. the six auctions that are up. Um, but guys, how are we feeling about the market right now? I want to kick it over to Door first and then Joe. Uh, Door, what's going on right now? Yo, dog, your boy's bonked up. That's all I got. I've been bonking consistently for the past several days. And, dude, I think I'm kind of bonked out for right now, dude. It's just like, honestly, it's kind of euphoric. I think bonk has probably been one of my most successful trades, man. It's like I made pretty good grip, dog. Made well over 800 soul, and I'm I'm feeling myself right now. And I, so now I'm looking <laughs> for a bag to rotate some of that liquidity to in uh, NFTs, man. But, like, I'm not trading this part. I think the bonk charts are on hard mode right now. So I'm not like touching it. Like bonk was on easy mode when it was going parabolic. And I know in this type of trading environment for bonk, this is like more cutthroat. So you and Joe will probably be way more successful than I will. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm feeling amazing, man. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't know, man. Like it, it does feel, uh, it's a lot more choppy. So, you know, if you were the up only maxi where you were just like absolutely aping in at whatever price mm-hmm. level you were, I mean, you basically woke up and it just went up another like 20% yeah. minimum. So, yeah. um, and that was, that's all Mike, the very conservative side. Most of the time I woke up and it was worth two X what I, what I yeah. fell asleep yep. with. So you go to sleep um, and you get a two X overnight. It was great. I'm, and, and that's off of like, you know, compounding stuff. So, 
you know, I, I notoriously papered um, six billion bonk um, right when we hit like three sat cents or something like that. But I saw Same, it run dude. up and 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 pull back at uh at, to seven, and that's where I bought like a huge bag, like a massive mm-hmm. bag. I just bought a ton, and yeah. um, just I mean I cannot. This has brought so much liquidity, not only into my wallet, but I know so many others, especially Sam followers. Like if Shake again, I cannot thank Shake enough for like helping stoke my conviction because I knew mm-hmm. it was going to go up. Um, but he was the one that was just like banging on the drum saying like, you guys are underestimating how much this will go up. And he said it like clear conviction from the beginning. And um, dude, I, I hats off to shake hats off to cyber yeah, samurai. Dog. We cooked on this. Um, yeah, in the dojo. We were all in on this trade. So yeah, um, dude, yeah, it I, was, it was insane. Cause like I sold around the same time you did. And I'm like, man, I done. I'm like, this thing has way more momentum than this dude. I dumped like several hundred soul in and I'm like, and it was the top, dude. I'm like, this is probably going to be like, wipe me out or like make me like, set me up. And dude, did it set me up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I was I was nervous about it. I was like, okay, really, mm-hmm. all I'm trying to go for is like a two, three x. And I just saw the velocity it had, and I was like, yep. this, I'm riding this, it out. <laughs> this is going to be one of those coins, isn't it? And I I was expecting like a ten x from there, and it went. Nuclear. I mean, it went 50x from my full exit yesterday. So um, I'm now have more. The reason I full exited, guys, and just to give a full disclaimer, I do have bonk again. Um, we'll talk a little bit about where I got the bonk from, but it was also delayed airdrops. So we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about how to find alpha in this market, maybe play around the bonk narrative. Um, but I want to kick it over to Joe first because Joe, I know you've also absolutely cooked on this. We all have. We have all on rare fud. This is probably my best soul trading week. And I never thought I would eclipse my Ute trading week, Mm -hmm. but this has absolutely just destroyed it. Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Jupiter shouldn't have set up those uh, limit orders because your boys eating. It's too easy. It's too easy, man. These ranges are just too easy. And dude, I I just looked at it. I pulled 10K USDC profit. I still got like 6K worth of bonk chilling in the wallet. Um, and yeah, bro, I'm just not with these set limit orders, man. I'm just really playing these fib, these fib levels, honestly, and just trusting the lines. And so far they're working. And to be honest with you, it's just one of those things where if you haven't traded before in a market like this, you're not going to do well. You, you might throw stuff at the wall and you hit the first one, but jumping back in and out is not easy, but setting limit orders is, is a lot more proficient and, uh, you, you kind of are able to protect yourself a little bit more. But yeah, man, this this thing's crazy. But honestly, it's great, right? Like everyone's looking to buy back into projects, supporting builders, maybe supporting some royalties because they got an extra little change in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst anything, it's bringing people together. I don't think I've heard a space where people have been negative in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really been like kind of like not kumbaya, but like at least it's been like positivity and and you know talking about the the good things that projects are doing and building and and I just I don't know. It's been a nice breath of fresh air for guys like us that have been here for a long time through the deep dark days of people you know thinking that we're dead right as an ecosystem so i don't know it's nice and i don't think i don't think we're done yet um regardless of price action on bonk i think solana ecosystem's getting a little uh, a good a little stamp of approval here right like you're seeing they can handle volume like this for an spl mm-hmm. they right they they're starting wow this infrastructure wait it hasn't died in a while wait tps wait usdc is down for ethereum i mean usdt is down for ethereum like all these things on coinbase are popping up for ethereum and it's just funny to see right that slowly changing of the paradigm so i mean I, this is very bullish i think it's bringing a lot of eyes from reddit and telegram groups that normally don't dabble right forex traders all this is coming to Solana, all this volume. That's where that 72 million is coming from. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I Joe, you hit the nail on the head yes. there because I like I cannot stress enough that this adds so much validity to our network. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think you're right. Like it, this could not have come at a better time. Um, it shows, dude, our our network, which is getting Fire Dancer eventually. And once that happens, like that is it's game over. Like we are the best blockchain like i can i can definitively say that mm-hmm. from multiple different angles you want to come at me with satoshi coefficient or uh, the nakamoto co- coefficient where we're talking about decentralization solana's got it compared to a lot of l1s you want to talk about um uh tps pff, 
We're about to blow the socks off of everybody, and it will be real TPS, not theoretical TPS. Like, we have fixed a ton of problems, and even more fixes are coming to where we, we now have the ability to scale, and it's going to be crazy. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited for the future. I think Bonk um, has not only done that for Solana and added a ton of validity, but it's also helped a lot of projects get some space to breathe um, between them and the audience because like it, a lot of consumers right now they're still i mean solana's up you know 40 50 from its lows but still at 13 dollars, and a lot of people are still feeling like man my bags are a little heavy well if you got a bonk airdrop everything just you know completely wiped off the board like i can tell you right now some of the stuff i held was like man it just paid off 10x of what i what i paid for it um in the bear so i i feel like a lot of like people are just really uh, relieved to have had this airdrop to get some distance between them and the consumers in terms of the consumers are happy. They got a free airdrop that is worth, you know, thousands of dollars. Um, in some cases, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, no matter. Uh, it depends on how much uh, you had of the NFT. But like, this is huge. This is huge for a lot of people. And it's adding liquidity back into the market. We're seeing a ton of volume. It's just, it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. Yeah, Joe, uh, sorry, Bison, dude, I completely agree with you, man. A couple weeks ago, you were talking about how one of the weakest parts of Solana was our DeFi ecosystem. Uh, but what Bonk did is not only revitalize NFT, but like the entire chain, man. It's like this brings way more validity back to Solana DeFi than it has been in the past to show that, yo, Solana DeFi can handle volume and won't collapse under a lot of pressure. So, yeah, man, this makes me bullish on the future of the chain. And going back to like how Bonk has helped the NFT side of things, dude, it's a lot of these project founders get constant pressure from holders when floor price go up, when floor price go up, when floor price go up. However, it's like what Bonk did was not only make the floor price go up, but also pay holders back for holding that NFT through Bonk and floor price go up, which is like double whammy. So you're like, if you got into one of these projects that received the Bonk airdrop, Dude, you are eating. And for somebody who got into Cyber Samurai who has well over 60 Cyber Samurai, dog, I've been eating. Like, not only did I gain a huge increase from when I purchased them up until now, I got that bonk airdrop and the Cyber Samurai floor prices up. So, dude, I'm feeling hella good. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And and I one of the things that I've seen lately is, like, people will post a chart and be like, this isn't sustainable. And one, you have to understand a meme coin is like, don't try to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. um, two, you also have to understand this was fairly distributed. We have not seen fair distribution to like everyday retail users like us um, that aren't institutional investors where they got in at like this pre-IDO round where you got to see like they got in at a heavy discount. And then once it goes live, it's 10x from there. And then it 10x is from there. So they got 100x. We got to be the early seed investors, essentially, um, who got this airdropped. And and so when you're looking at it, look at it from that lens. Like we we are the seed investors. This is the chart they see on successful tokens. And we we got in like this is this is beautiful to see. I, I love it. I hope that, you know, people can look at this and be like, man, that's a really good model for success um, if I'm trying to make a viable project. And I think Bonk, like for as many as meme as it is um there's viability to it and you know it's, it's yeah. fun um it was fair distribution it's it's bringing liquidity back to the system like it's serving its purpose yeah dude uh i do want to i, I agree with you and i do want to hit on the point that you said about uh like uh, i think you briefly mentioned like people were saying oh this thing is going to dump or whatnot there was a lot of people out there trying to look at bonk logically and with something like bonk you can't look at it logically because it's shouldn't be logical why it's pumping i learned my lesson with that in dogecoin like people just constantly faded it it's going to dump it's going to dump dude we all understand it's going to dump at some point everything after it pumps is going to dump and the harder it pumps the harder it's going to dump that's not the issue the point is can you capitalize off this momentum and gain those pumps and get out before it dumps <laughs> so it's yeah. like you sitting here continuously fading things on the way up that's a weird flex. Understand what the thing, uh, understand what's going on, ride that momentum and capitalize off on it and get out before everything starts to fall apart. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, and and that's what we did. Like we took profits on the way up. That's why we said it is okay to take 10% of your holdings and just like find your take profit points and just like keep getting stuff off the table. Um, and I didn't sell the Pico top. I'm not here to to gloat like, oh man, I sold um, like 470 or something like that. Yeah. No, I actually sold it like 380 um, mm-hmm. last night, but I'm like, that's fine, that's fine. dude. This was all, this mm-hmm. was all free house money. So, and I knew I was getting more from some yeah, of these no. delayed airdrops. But um, Joe, I know like this is a trader's dream here. I keep looking at it and it's just playing out. I mean, it's choppy right now, so it's not nearly as easy. But if you if you know good trading principles, like I'm having fun trading this right now and looking at charts and just seeing the price action of it. Um, what are you doing here? Like, are you are you actively trading? Are you kind of like, hey, I got in a really good entry. I'm going to make more of a swing trade here uh, versus a scalp. What are you what are you trying to do here? Yo, man, sorry about that. Rephrase that question one more time. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. I'm, I'm asking, are you trying to like scalp or, or swing trade um, bonk here? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. I wasn't sure if it was solar bonk. But yeah, for, for bonk right now, I still, there was a 1.3 billion uh, airdrop that I had gotten in one of my wallets that I did not touch. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm in the green. Anything over that 1.3 has been what I've added and I've scalped technically. So at the moment, I'm really looking to scalp this, getting in on the panic wicks at the moment because I know this isn't done yet. I still think this is my reasoning. Um, Everyone's trying to front run and say leverage is bad, shorts will build, it'll go to zero. It does happen all the time with these meme tokens. It does. But what people are forgetting is these, these marketplaces want premium and fees first. In order for that, they need price to go up. So what happens is they back that price go up, right? And they get them premiums and fees, and then they allow the the shorts to build, the market and retail investors to come in and put all their money in leverage and get all euphoric and FOMO kick in. So that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for FOMO euphoric on Bybit on these leverages. Then I'll dump onto that liquidity people looking to pay premiums on these exchanges for leverage uh, costs and yeah that's what i'm looking for so that's why i think we still have some legs on that on that airdrop i'm kind of swing trading but yeah for scalping wise i have strict lines right now that i am getting in and getting out at with uh set limit orders on jupiter yeah i'm 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 kind of right there with you i like again i'm i'm getting more airdrops from different collections yep. um we can talk about that in a second but i for me, I'm I'm kind of just like looking to see. Really, I was hoping Binance would list it before some of these leverage platforms because leverage brings chop, you know. And um, Joe, like we like seeing more traded. Like they're more concerned about volume than they are about price because the more volume there is, um, the more chop there is, the more liquidations and all that good stuff they get to take other sides of it. Versus a spot exchange like Binance before they release futures. Um, they're looking to allocate their treasury in order to make sure they, they can cover um, anything and they can offer something like a coin, like Bonk. So sure. I was kind of hoping to see a major spot exchange like Binance. I guess Binance does have futures and perps and stuff like that, but I would imagine they, they release spot first and then go into more of the futures and, and perps there. Um, it's kind of what I was hoping for. Uh, Bybit did announce it. Uh, Mexi is is trading it right now. So those are both uh, derivative platforms. I'm curious to see. And and ever since those were listed, we've pretty much seen a lot more chop. And I think that's that's one of the things that you know, if you are not an experienced trader, this isn't like I go ahead and and play around with the chart. But I wouldn't play around with making entries or anything like that until you start seeing price action. So. My, you know, not financial advice. You know, we always say this on the show. It is not financial advice. Nothing we say on the show is. But um, this is a very easy time to get wrecked if you aren't playing safely and carefully. Um, so, yeah, this has been fun, dude. I, I love Bonk. And I think with all this chop and the fact that it's not so easy to to play with the trade right now, I think a lot of people will return to what they know. They'll take that bag, that liquidity bag. And what do they know? Most of the people that got these know Solana NFTs. So let's look at some trades. Let's look at some alpha um, and talk about some of the stuff. Now, before we get into it, if you guys do have any lilies or lotus or anything like that um, staked or planted, as they call it, on their site, you can actually claim the bonk that was airdropped to the staking wallet. 
uh, on the staking website. It's over in the top left corner. It'll have claim bonk and then it'll, it'll say however much you're owed. I got like 700 million from it. So definitely check out uh, the staking website if you do have anything planted. Um, Liberty Square and Ovals still waiting on those airdrops. Um, once I get those, that's, that's really good news for me. Um, but yeah, those haven't been airdropped yet. And I don't even know if Elixir, and correct me if I'm wrong, was on the original list of NFTs that were getting airdropped. I think they were just in negotiations with them at the time, and that's why it's delayed. Does anybody know the answer to that? Yeah, I don't know, dog. I'm wondering if Joe does. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that information was divulged, but they said that the airdrop is coming um just yeah. be careful with I'm it not sure so. if they, i'm not sure if they uh were on the risk but i do have the like actual information and snapshot date of uh ovules i think I, i'm when, trying to make sure it's, i'm trying to make sure it's premium but i do know we're getting 53 million bulk per ovule and i'm trying to figure out snapshot date now i'll, I'll update us sweet that's another quarter billion bonk boys let's go <laughs> yo um, <laughs> So there's like there's a lot of game theory that's behind these like pending drops. Like I know uh, Lotus, you had to um, stake by Christmas to get it, but other projects are just sending out the bonk to the holders who have them now. So like you can decide to sell into the pre bonk drop pump uh, in hopes of you know getting out of your position with a uh, uh, obviously at a higher price because you know after that bonk is dropped. We're going to see, I would think we're going to see a pullback amongst all these collections that are waiting on the drop. But if you do sell out prior to that bonk drop, you're betting that bonk is going to be at a lower price than it is today, which in my opinion, I think is a good bet. Uh, I think, I don't think a bonk is going to hit its all, a new all-time high in the near future. It could, but I just think it's a lot more risk involved. Yeah, um, that's... And I, I just think of it as like if you are buying bonk right now, you are doing the scalp and and swing trading because the amount of effort you'll have to go through and the amount of sweat you will get like just absolutely pouring out of your pores uh, in order to get a 2x, 3x from these levels is going to be a lot more monumental than when we originally started, when we were originally calling it um, going into Christmas and then after Christmas. So be safe. Like I cannot stress that enough. Um, make sure that you're looking after collections that haven't been airdropped yet. Um, you know, if you got in at an early date with ovals, it may not be a terrible time to, to sell into a pump. Um, unless you think that airdrop is going to be worth more than the decline in the value of ovals. And if that's even going to come, you know, ovals is a very strong project. So keep those in mind. Um, let's talk some alpha though. Right, guys, I, I'm just looking over charts right now. One, the one I love the most right now um, is Klanosaurus. Um, close behind that is the SMB chart, but we'll get into that in a second. Klanos has not seen the pump that we saw across the board with some of these other projects. And I just think, I keep saying it, they are one announcement away from absolutely soaring. Um, we have the Claymakers. We have the Klanosaurus. Klanosaurus has pretty much been a stable coin around 30 to 33 soul. Um, it's found a nice support. And I just think there's something coming, man. And, and once they drop any sort of news as far as clay going into clay makers, creating your classes, armor, um, and having the gamification that goes with it, I think it runs, dude. I mean, I think that's enough for a lot of DJs to start getting involved in the ecosystem. So I'm taking positions. I, I, not financial advice, but this is, this just feels like a really good time that if you don't have a clay sore, I'd be looking for an entry. Yeah. Dude, I, I agree, man. I have been recently just between like work with Cyber Samurai and Rare FUD and paying attention to Bach. I haven't had the opportunity to do as much research as I would like on uh, low cap projects or mid cap projects that I think are going to pop off. But Clanosaurs have been on top of my radar, man. Hearing you, Shake, uh, and Joe speak about them so much, uh, all your little pieces you've done about cab animation, about how he's an OG in the space, I really, really want to look into him more. And one of the things I'm thinking about picking up most is that golden clay maker, dog. So I'm, I'm going to probably, as soon as we jump off stream, I'm going to like do some research into them and see what's going on. And dog, I might even pick up a golden clay maker today, depending on what I, what I find out, dog, and a couple clay dinosaurs. Uh, yes, I will be using that bonk liquidity. <laughs> um, also, with SMB, man, I agree with you, dude. There's some huge, uh, 
some huge shifts going on in SMB right now in terms of governance and like leadership. There's a proposal underway to make Nam uh, the CEO of SMB to kind of have SMB as a figurehead. He'll still be uh, governed by the DAO and the DAO will still oversee him. But it'll allow more direction for the DAO. It'll allow more, uh, I guess, leadership and visibility to have one figurehead instead of being so decentralized. And I think that's going to be extremely bullish, man. We've already seen the prices of SMB shoot up from 225 to 325 now. And I really think these are going to run. And SMB and Tile are really fighting it out to see who's going to pull ahead to be that number one project on Solana. Yeah. I dude, I I really love the SMB chart. I keep staring at it. I think there's one that I cannot stop staring at. I am so close to just pulling the trigger, but um, there's a reason I'm not. We'll get into it in a second. Joe, I want to kick it over to you. What charts are you looking at right now that are just like stand out? This this feels like a really good level to start scoping out. Um, you know, uh, entry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Plano's. I'm actually big on. I uh, I posted a chart this morning. Saw that. Um, you know, it's kind of solidifying new support amongst old swing highs, old uh, resistance turned support, and almost a classical fashion with some good solid volume. Um, just watching the AMMs at the moment. Only thing that's really holding it back is like 50 listings there. Um, if those go away, then we can see a real expansion to the next pocket, which will probably be like the 40, 50 mark. Um, looking at that, um, what else? Oh yeah. I was looking at youths as a, on a pullback because where they're at right now, honestly, I missed it at 145. I was looking because it's, a, it's, I ran a fib extension and a fib retracement from swing high, swing low, swing low to swing high. And the golden pocket was the same for both identically. And it was sitting right in it. And I was like, man, this is a, a break or bust moment. I should probably just buy one here. And it's up like four soul from that. But I think, you know, that's, you know, that's a, a chart I was looking at as well. Um, Jelly Rascals is another chart I was looking at. Um, and Lily, man, those are all, all charts that I'm looking at that look really, really primed for some, some, for some more upward movement here um, in the near future. And shout out to Solana Mommy, man. He put me on the trade on Lunar and pumped all the way to like 14 soul or something from six cash out on those. So that's a shout out there. Yeah. Lunar was, uh, it's still getting really good volume. They were actually one that was, I was uh, piqued my interest when they were around eight or so. Um, not sure how I feel about them right now. It feels more like a pivotal moment, but there's, uh, there's a ton to play with right now. I actually, um, I like the famous Fox chart. I was saying they, they went back and retested what was previous resistance over at 71 um, and had a nice little rebound up to like 75, 77. So I'm interested in the Foxes. I think that's a sleeper pick for, you know, like coming for at least the top three project um, on Solana. They've just built so much in this ecosystem. And to me, they feel like doodles, but with better utility, like, uh, well, actual utility. I don't even know what the utility of doodles are, but um, like the same art style, I love the foxes. I think they're adorable. They're also, you know, with the art upgrades and stuff like that that you can do for having a certain amount of fame. I, I think there's a lot of mechanics in there that, dude, when people buy foxes and they're in the foxy ecosystem, like they hold on to those things. Those guys um, love their foxes. They keep accumulating them. So definitely think foxes are one. Um, there's so many good charts out there. And I think we can see pumps across the board right now. If you find a good project that has not massively pumped over the past week or so um, with all this bonk liquidity running into the ecosystem, chances are eventually people will turn their eyes to it. You just have to time your entry right. Um, you don't want to be caught in kind of no man's land where there's no volume. So um, keep your eyes open for it. Uh, Dor, I want to throw it back to you. Um, is there anything else that you're like really watching right now to see if you want to buy anything? I know last episode we yeah. said... We're not really buying anything. I think there's a couple yeah. projects I'm interested in, yeah. but I'm not like, I'm not aping into anything right now. And I yeah. think the only thing I did recently was ovals, but that's because they have a bonk airdrop coming. Yeah, I'm not like aping into anything right now either. It's like I said, I've, uh, I'm definitely going to do my Reno search, Reno search. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Research on Klanosaurs, man. It's just like, they, they've been holding this floor price solid, dude. And they've yet to see that pump. So I'm just like, 
this this might be the play, man. I just want to do a little bit more research on my own to build that conviction, but I'm becoming more bullish on him. Like, once again, it's like even last episode I mentioned, when you, Joe, and Shake say something, the same thing at multiple times in different chats, I'm like, all right, there's something there. <laughs> so yeah. I need to look into it, and that's the primary thing I'm going to look at. And probably on the next episode, you're going to hear me about having some huge buys or something. Yeah. Yeah, I am uh... – there's, <laughs> there's a lot coming out. I know Shake's been, you know, just pretty much playing bonk and to a T too. Yeah. I mean, he's done really well with it. But um, yeah, guys, I cannot like stress it enough. Go find the people that have been successful, especially the ones that have been calling bonk from the beginning. It wasn't even just us. Like there are plenty of people out there that are like, look, guys are underestimating this. Um, they have held, they bought more from their airdrop and like they've done really well. Um, and it isn't just the lollipops of the world, although lollipop cooked yeah. on, on bonk. Um, there's a lot of other smart traders out there that don't have Yo, quite the following. Sorry for about that bison. I was just going to say, man, it's like, I don't know like what influencers people are following to get dumped on all the time, but it's like, there are a lot of good traders who are talking about bonk, as you said, and like notably several boogles, man, like DS are decentralized. He's solid, dude. There's a couple other, a uh, couple more of them too, where they're just openly tell is like, Oh, I just brought like 10 K of soul for bonk. It's like, and they're like, oh, I'm exiting. Don't feel well on this. And I'm like, oh, man, if these guys are like going in that heavy early on, it's like there's something there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I love DS. Uh, I remember when he was deep in swings. Yeah, pull from you guys. I actually want to hear this from you. Do you guys like decentralized or degen swings better? Um, Dor, what's your answer? Uh, D, uh, DS, man. I honestly just because I don't know DS swing, so <laughs> yeah, no, that was his name before. What before decentralized, oh. it was D Gen swings, and he changed it to decentralized. But I did not know um, D Gen swings, man. I only know yeah. decentralized. I don't know. I kind of like D Gen swings, but decentralized it sounds more official. Um, if you're new to the ecosystem, yeah, heat dude, decentralized is awesome. Um, there's a couple of other people out there. Um, there's also some boogles that. Look, a lot of the people that are founding contributors to Bonk were Boogles. So it was funny to see. I think, um, who was it? NFT Doctor on Twitter said he sold he sold his Bonk airdrop because he didn't have enough scrap to min his pilot. And he's like, I blame Tom for all my poor financial decisions. And I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, bro, how did you not know this was going to run? You're like, a, I feel like most Boogles hit on this. So um, I don't know. It's funny. I like everybody will miss a trade guys it's going to happen this one unfortunately if you did miss this trade this is like the best trade i've ever seen so um you know there will be more that come like we say it's all about compounding gains but this one this one cooked so um hats off to anybody who took it let's talk a little bit about um some one-on-one -on -one alpha if you guys don't know if you guys haven't seen if you guys weren't in dojo chat um scum came out with his new line of one-on-one -on -one pfps they're called slimes. If you guys haven't seen them, they are so sick. I want one. This is kind of where I'm hoping to rotate my bonk liquidity into. And um, as soon as I said, yeah, they're going to 250 plus, like the first hour, people are already bidding like 200 soul um, on them. I, I'm sitting there like, man, if these go above 400 soul, I'm going to cry. Um, I really want one. And I this is where I'm kind of worried because I like... And this is why I'm saying pick and choose your NFTs that you're buying right now because we could see just massively inflated prices because of bonk liquidity. So you really have to like hit it uh, on a fundamental level is like, do I really believe that the price is up because this is just where a lot of people wanted to rotate capital into or this is up because it was a momentum trade and bonk liquidity is everywhere and people are just trying to like gather into a crowded trade. And so you really have to take a step back right now why we're not just aping into things uh and uh, this is why i'm having such a hard time with the scum auctions because I'm, I'm sitting here like man if i'm if i'm spending more soul right now like 20 percent more because bonk has just rotated into soul and a lot of people are capitalizing on those gains and going into you know scum's first pieces on this collection i'm gonna be so sad like i, I want to see a price appreciation over the course of these auctions and he's going to have about a hundred of them. So it's really, do I want to go in now or do I want to go in later? And I just, I don't know, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here debating it. Um, is there any not. incentive for having the earlier editions than there are the later? 
Um, just, I, uh, it's, it's kind of like, um, in the one-on-one space where if you get the first edition on something like that, it usually sells for like five X plus, um, the other editions. And it's kind of the same thing where, you know, it's like the provenance thing. It's almost like the first and last of a collection are always the ones that have the most premium on them. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I got into Proteon so quick, um, because he had those first two auctions and, um, I was like, yeah, I, I need in. And they, they went to 4050. I, I know he's going to start resuming them more frequently here in the future. But um, yeah, I just, dude, Scum's just one of those guys that I just feel like this is Scum's year, man. He broke off from D Gods. He's now created like multiple pieces. He's made the right connections. He feels like an Adam 8 sort of guy. Like he understands the business side of things too. And I know he wants to build out slimes accordingly. I just feel like the appreciation I was hoping was there already is priced in and that i think that's like like uh do i really want to pay these prices right now i don't know i don't know so i'm i'm wrestling with it but the slimes look so good dude if you guys can get in on later auctions right now um you have to really love the art this should not be your first one-on-one piece if you guys are listening to it but um they're sick dude they're so sick and there's six of them going on right now and i think that's one of the reasons i'm um having an inner debate with myself because if they're six they're competing with each other for liquidity so um, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do here. Dude, honestly, I know you like, dude, once again, I want to commend you on your ability. I like to get knowledge about the one-on-one space. It's, I wouldn't be as involved or as knowledgeable if it wasn't for you, but on this play doc, I think you should just sit this one out, man. I think you're spot on with the, uh, saying that a lot of this bunk liquidity has rotated in, which makes the prices uh, inflated. Not saying scum is going to Arctic. And I think we'll see a lot of, uh, we'll see his pieces run in 2023 but i think you might even be able to pick them up for like 20 to 50 percent man less than what they're going for now when the market gets a little bit depressed because as you said all this bonk money's around running around people are filling themselves people are stacked and i just think everybody's too happy to be picking up uh, one of one editions right now yeah i know i just I don't know. I, I do feel like, you know, we talked about it uh, on a few episodes back where we were talking about what meta or what industry do we think is mm -hmm. going to have the biggest run in 2023. And one of the things I forgot about is one of ones. Like, sure. I, I do think the one of one space will have a massive run in 2023. I think if you look at the the weekly volume is sitting anywhere from like 15K to, to 30K, depending on how good the week was, um, that has so much room to grow. And we have some insanely talented artists like scum like laura l adam ape uh, john lay um proteon low for i mean i like i can just rattle off a list right and they're all so insanely talented so i don't know i just feel like there is appreciation there it's just do i want it like and one of the reasons i'm i'm grappling with it is do i want a smb right now or do i want a piece of scum and i know dorian's gonna say smb because he's biased but um like that's just a personal decision i have to make um yeah. Anyways, go check out go check out Scum's pieces. Yeah, honestly, dude, both of them are good, man. I think uh, both will provide you with the the same utility. Honestly, it's like I guess SMB a little bit better in the sense of like IRL events and attendance, but I I think Scum's piece is going to do just you just as much justice. Yeah, I I think it'll hold value. It's just mm -hmm. you want to know the one thing, and I I wish there's a project that would come in and do this. We've seen so much liquidity get added into the ecosystem through lending. And if you could, it would have to be a different mechanism, but if you can do um, lending on your one-on-one pieces to where you can get liquidity out while ha not having to sell it and like people could take the chance on funding it and possibly getting that piece at a discount, um, kind of like Sharkify, but for one-on-ones, like if you could do that, that would be insane. Like, I would buy so many one-on-one pieces because I would just be able to take a loan out against them and make the, the, the generative plays that I want to. So I don't. I don't know, man. If they had that, I would easily say I'm getting a scum piece, but they don't. And with the SMB, I can take out a Sharky loan and make plays if I need liquidity, but I don't after Bonk. Bonk went bonkers. So um, I'm, I'm pretty happy right now. Uh, do want to talk about another interesting play just on a fundamental standpoint. UGS, we talked about UGS a, a few times on the show. Core is going to be released here. Hopefully middle of January is what they were targeting, but they also just announced their auction house, the dark or uh, is uh, the black market. And so this is where you're going to be able to um, 
sometimes it's just holders only sometimes it's the public sometimes you have to use their talon token so if you aren't staking your ugs i would go ahead and do so but there's going to be a rich ecosystem behind ugs and i i cannot stress this enough like everybody should own one ugs I, not financial advice i guess you know like i have to say that but um like if you're involved in this ecosystem the ability to use core to make a down payment on a and and put a specific like if i found an smb i really liked and i was like man i just don't have the the liquidity right now or i want to move on this quick i can use core's feature to put a down payment on it and basically put it on layaway while i make the payments or pay it off and if you don't make the payments you default on it um and it goes into the auction house and people you know whoever funded it gets their liquidity back through the auction um proposal so it it's crazy the the ecosystem they're developing over there and i do think um this is a play that we should be looking after i know we talk about nft fi a lot joe i want to kick it over to you what kind of nft fi plays are you scoping out right now because i do think um these are a lot of these are mid chips we see it with sharky we see it with um elixir we see it with ugs and i think they're going to start making their run up to one of these is going to be a blue chip I, I strongly believe it. I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. So where are you putting your chips in when it comes to NFT FI? Uh, that's a great, that's a great question. The only, the only chips I have stacked at the moment um, is Elixir just because it's a large portion of my portfolio. Um, however, um, I've taken profits enough on them where I feel comfortable letting that team build. But yeah, if I was looking for, you know, coming up, that that's a great question. And I kind of, you know what, I'm going to have to shift my focus and uh, do some good research on that and see what the next maybe low, low market cap project is that has some legs behind it when it comes to, you know, NFT five. Um, you know, I wonder what bounty hunters are doing now. If they're, you know, I haven't heard about them in a while, but the team did seem like they were pretty proficient at the time. So yeah, that's a great question, B. I'm gonna have to look back into that, man. I've been so hot and heavy for uh for bulk <laughs> traded like yeah. a DJ, and I have yeah. forgotten a little bit about NFTs, but I definitely need to look back into these charts because some of these are, are, are looking prime, especially with the liquidity here. I think, you know, with bulk being at in these three spots for a while, people are starting to shift a lot of liquidity back to soul, and we should see some projects start moving here, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree, Joe. I mean, like Elixir is probably the most obvious play, I would say, um, just with recent price action. Um, Swerver's always on it. I think he's a great leader of the project um, as far as a public figurehead goes and um, clearly knows his stuff. Like uh, Elixir is a very good product. I still think they need to work out some kinks from the launchpad perspective. I know a few launches they've had uh, kind of been boshed a little bit, but um, Dor, same question over to you um nft fi is yeah. coming right and like we yeah. we've all said this we all believe this um kind of want to kick it over to you where where do you see um you know possibly value in this space and who do you think is going to make that jump into the blue chip status yo ugs man just their ability to uh like uh, i don't want to say like mortgage but uh, i want buy nfts before you actually have liquidity for them man i think that opens up a door to a lot of people one of the biggest barriers to nfts is having the enough liquidity to get in some of these good projects are projects that people are interested in are these big communities uh, are these expensive communities and that enables i think that helps onboard more people and during the next cycle or in the next coming months or whenever the bull returns the whole goal is to be able to allow more people within the space and that platform will facilitate that so ugs is another one i have like a whole research list that i just haven't had time to get to but i need to make time for clinosaurus and uh, UGS, because uh, I'll pick up 10 UGS if I need to, and a Claymaker, along with uh, several Claynosaurs. Dude, I got some liquidity. I'm just looking for a place to park it. That's right. That's right. I, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's those are three really good projects, in my opinion. Like, I, I love Sharky, too. Like, I use Sharkify all the time. The only thing I, I can't stand about their website is the fact that it's so... I don't know if it's resource intensive or what, but it runs so slow on my computer where I have to like click the borrow tab or, or the loan tab or whatever it is. Um, like multiple times, it takes a while for it to populate. And my, my computer just absolutely starts um, firing up the fan. So I don't know if they optimize that website and make it a little better for mobile as well. Um, they are the platform, in my opinion. I, I mean, Fract is up there too. Like we, we can't ever forget about Pawn Shop, Nomi's yeah. and Fract, but um they 
Shark I like nice. shark. Yeah, I like Sharky Pie a lot better, I like man. It, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been a lone shark lately, and um, yeah, it's just been a nice place to like if I want to continuously compound some some interest and um, take some gambles on some plays. Like I funded a lot of squirrels lately because I love Liberty Square, um, and I got in at a really good loan to value. Like I was hoping I'd get some some squirrels. Everybody's paid me back so far, everybody, um, and and that's just what happens in a bear or a bull a mini bull market. I want to call it a mini bull market just because we're seeing a ton of liquidity with bonk, but yeah, NFT fi still remains to this day. Um, one of my strongest sectors going into 2023. And I think they have such little competition because they each fill different facets um, within that space. And there's still so much infrastructure that can be built alongside them and still not have a ton of competition with. So I'm a UGS is so interesting to me, dude. I, I do think, um, they have a pretty nice looking chart as well. They look like they're about to start breaking out towards twenties. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Joe, I want to kick it over to you because I, I, I like the Utes play and I, I don't know why, because I'm, you know, Solana is, is home to me. I have no interest in polygon. Like I have zero, zero interest in polygon. I, I was worried about them before, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not anymore. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, they, they don't really pose any, like Solana's just proved so resilient. I think with Bonk, it just, you know, just it's such a good use case, dude. We now have 107,000 holders and users of Bonk, which is crazy to me. Yep. Um, and it's all been onboarded through a mean coin, too. That is hilarious to me. But um, Joe, what are you seeing with, with Utes that you're like, yeah, um, I think there's a play there. Yeah, so from a fundamental standpoint, uh, I just think they, you know, they pay, they paid a large portion of their market cap to you just to come to their chain. I think they'll try their best and foremost to uh, try to bring them to the forefront and really expand from youth because if they do that, they, one, look like geniuses, and two, they can hopefully bridge more over, and I think they're going to use youths and the platform they're building and the infrastructure as that bridge, and then they'll highlight Utes and then you know bring incentives from there so my play on that is that you know you've seen the dump you've seen people sell and you're now you're seeing that consolidation and I, I love to play consolidation because all you need is one one big liquidity pocket to come in and shoots you uh shoots you sky high right so um that's what i'm liking from Utes. i'm liking the fundamental play that, that you know they're just the number one the, the big fish in the little pond right now over there and you know might be able to capture some liquidity and it's and it's priced in eth so i'm looking really to capture any any value proposition i can with you know grabbing because i have so much soul i'd love to grab a little bit of eth by selling a U once it converts you know so that's my thought process yeah i i i can see it you know, i think that's a really good point i am um, like they could definitely pump and polygon will do everything in their power obviously they have so much buying power because they keep buying projects and everything like that um, I don't know who's funding them or where this money's coming from. And I think that needs a little bit of investigation, but uh, they, they clearly have the funds that they'll make sure that, uh, you know, a project of, of youth stature and, and, uh, you know, Frank's ability to draw attention could be the central figure in their PFP push because Polygon for the longest time has been more of a DeFi and gaming chain. And I know I saw a, a tweet coming out from Fwiz, which um, is Ryan Wyatt. Uh, if, I remember his name correctly. He came from YouTube gaming. I've talked about him a, a few times. He is the one, like he's the super interesting figure in, in polygon for me, but they could dude, they could easily just pump that, that polygon money into, to you and be like, yeah, we're going to take this to new highs. We're going to make this our central mm -hmm. figure and just build liquidity around it. Um, and, and peak everybody's interest because it, dude, if it gains already from where it is, I mean, 150 soul is still, a very good floor price. If they pump uh, it yeah. like three X from where it is and they're able to take liquidity from ETH and, you know, cause you have to use Weath over there. Right. Or, you know, Matic, I guess, but yeah. you can use Weath for some of their stuff. Um, so that's the one thing that interests me about Polygon is you can tap into that Ethereum liquidity. Um, Dor, do you like the Utes play? I'm, I'm, I'm I peaked. It's peaked my interest a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm going to stay away from Utes play dog. Uh, for me, it's too high risk. It's like 150 soul. For like the potential of gaining ETH exposure, like yo, if you got 150 soul, you want ETH exposure, just pick up a four by four or a voxel. That, that whole problem. Nothing against you to D guy. I just think that Adam is a little bit better positioned if you want ETH exposure than uh, 
Frank moving Utes to Polygon. I think D-Gods on ETH will be perfectly fine. They're going to do great things. But Utes on Matic, dude, liquidity scares me, man. Not, not a lot of users. It's like the foundation is just going to constantly sweep the floor or the Polygon is just going to sweep the floor of Utes constantly. I, I don't know, man. So the, the biggest thing that scares me about Utes going to Matic again is just the liquidity. How easy are you going to be able to sell your Ute? Because if you can't sell easy and the volume's not there, that floor price is going to plummet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, Thor. Um, just the fact that it's going over to Polygon. Like I said, I, I think yeah. the D-Gods to ETH move makes Make sense. sense to me. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I want to, the Utes to Polygon play scares me a little bit. It's just, you're really what I'm banking on if I'm doing that play is that Polygon will use Polygon money to pump it up, hype it up, and uh, try to gain some attention from it. But and they, If you're they hyping something up, who are you hyping it to? Like, if you ain't got no users to hype but, up. like. But, but Dor, you got to remember, it's it's uh, ETH, bro. So these ETH has, it, it's going to be two ETH, right? So probably two ETH yeah. to, to them for exposure. And, and if they do it the right way, like, if they bring in, like, you know, uh, exposure to, like, concerts and these different things that might be, like, you know, subscription-based things, like, you could see a pop to 2E, and that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So as a trader, I think 2E, it, it could be in the bag for these things. Because if you think about it, they're at, like, one and a half E, right? It, it, right when they pop over there. So I think 2E two, two to two and a half E could be a play. But, yeah, bro, it's, it's not sustained unless they they they, they prove – a, a, a proof of work like what's going to sustain them right like yeah. is that going to be become polygon's ip a u like is that polygon itself the the chain going to be you you know like you did like that's a different different aspect of it like you need something huge to sustain a long-term play but i think there's a micro play here if they do it in a decent amount of time but bro that bridging concept the infrastructure, I don't think it's going to be built in time, man. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. That's that's a lot to bridge. The, the, the season roadmaps aren't even out yet. So I think we're all speculating this might be Q, Q4. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that IPG, that Iron Pile gang is more advantageous to me as a trader than than the Ute would be. But just from a chart aspect was what got me thinking about a Ute in the first place. But, yeah, the fundamental-wise, yeah. it's sketchy. Dude, it's like, but honestly, it's like in, I, I've said plenty of times before, I'm bearish in the short term just because there's too much uncertainty. But if there's anything I, I trust in Frank, that regardless of like people have their own opinions about him and stuff, and that's fair. It's like he hasn't been a perfect founder. But if there's anything this dude knows how to do, it's market and bring hype to a project. Uh, so I'm pretty confident in his ability to do that there. And he's a very intelligent guy when it comes to that. So long term, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on it, but short and midterm, which most people care about, uh, I'm just bearish on it. I, I think that's fair, Dor. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, like, yeah, it, it's, it is, it's Frank, dude. Like, mm -hmm. uh, he will bring attention and stuff to oh, yeah. it. Polygon does have the, the liquidity to do so, but I think just in the, the short to midterm, I think there's better plays. Like, I would, I would, you know, it's like, it's at the perfect price where you can compare it to would you rather have five Clanosaurs or even like, four or five ovals versus a ute and i think the upside is with the former ugs yeah 10 ugs i mean it it's there i mean the narratives are there for those in the short term where you can rotate it into utes later that i think um you know if the play plays out now like joe said the chart looks nice for utes i will admit that um so if you want to go on a technical standpoint could rip up from here who knows but they're out of the top three for volume on 24 hours they're actually in the top five now um, they were down to like eight at one point. So just something to keep an eye on. I mean, I, I do think you have to look where liquidity is going to rotate to. So um, if Utes is a play, Utes is a play, and Joe called it. But um, I do want to touch over on Iron Paw Gang for two seconds. Then I want to kind of wrap up the show. Um, just a full disclaimer to everybody. I, I do have my my supply chain Voxel Monkey listed for 100 soul. I, I, full Thanks. disclosure. Um, I don't know if I want to keep it there anymore i keep teetering back and forth with the play um the thought process is well you know if i sell it for 100 sold then i'll bridge that over to ethereum i'll have one eth right now at current prices um and can i snipe an iron paw gang for less than one eth and that's like the whole thought process because we also don't know what mint cost is right now too and i think that's the big variable if it's 0.15 great if it's 0.35 that's where it's like that's 135 soul um so it's it's playing around with it and then you have to like take into the fact that um, 
the supply chain box of monkey, especially we'll see a much more precipitous drop than four by four, four by four still has the art to it. Right. And um, supply chain box of monkey, that's just like a free airdrop to people. So um, you have to play game theory there. And that's kind of what I've been doing, but I keep teetering back and forth. It's like, I think I'd just rather play it safe with supply chain. I, I haven't decided yet. It's still listed on hyperspace. Um, there's still plenty in front of me, so I'm not dumping on Bozos and I'm giving a full disclaimer with it because you can see my tag uh, Twitter in there. But I keep playing with the game theory, man, because it's so I want exposure to Iron Paw. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I want Iron Paw. I have heavily considered just rotating all of my bonk profits into a voxel monkey because there's one just staring at me uh, for for 1300 soul. But it's just like, oh, do I want to buy in right now, dude? Do I want to just wait till they drop after I Iron Paw? I don't I don't know. And so I went for the drop dog. I went for the drop. It keeps it, it keeps me up at night, dude, because I think if I spent that much liquidity, I, I wouldn't have as much ETH exposure as I want to because I would have to still mint five of them. And if they are 0.35 per mint, you're looking at what? Um 1.675 uh ETH that I would need in order to mint all five of those plus my free airdrop. Like that's a lot, man. That's a lot of ETH. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, I want to go through with that, but I definitely want. I want two Iron Paws. I think that's my mm -hmm. my main goal. Is I want at least two, and I'm not sure how I'm going to play it. So, just full disclosure there. I don't know how you guys are playing it. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. I was copy trading you, Doc. Uh, like when we talked about it, uh, I thought your strategy was good. I still have mine listed for one hundred nine six sixty nine. So if any of you guys want to buy it, I won't stop you. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's so interesting to me, dude. I I'm like I want an iron paw. I think I just want an iron paw. Like that's all I know. Same joke. I want and it's two. just what's the best cost effective way of going about it? I don't know if I buy at these levels. Um, maybe a four by four because I think they'll retain value better. But. Um, I mean, you should have got in when we told everybody. That was really the entry. But what you was know. it like? Fifteen sold for the uh, supply chain voxel twenty for four by four. The best hedge in a bear market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They 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 held their value pretty well. Um, but uh, just looking at four by four, I, I think the floor price on those is one hundred and ten right now. So, you know, that's that's a lot. It's ninety for supply chain voxel monkey. So I'd imagine at least a twenty sold floor four four by four if you're willing to stomach the 90 soldier up if it does drop so i don't know i don't know what it looks like but i just wanted to disclaim that to everybody there is game theory to be had there i definitely want iron paw exposure and how you want to play the additions that's up to you um yeah. guys i just yeah last thing before we wrap up dog uh i was just going to say it's like i have such high conviction that iron paw is going to print that i don't think the drop is going to matter so I, that's just me. Could be completely wrong. Um, but I just think even picking up like a, what? It's like an ETH right now to pick up a 4x4, four four, a little over. So it's like you're paying an ETH for that plus the mint. So you're like 1.5-ish close to it ETH for one IPG. That might be a play, man. If these things go to 2, 3, 4X, man, it'll be you'll be looking like a genius then. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll have a nice ETH bag too because I think whatever ETH I do make off of it um, – you know, if I buy two, because that's the plan, um, mm -hmm. I kind of want to keep over on ETH. Kind of want to make yep. some plays over there. Um, I do think there's some validity over there, but honestly, Soul's just been so much more fun. <laughs> like it has. I keep looking over on ETH because I do have some ETH in the ledger, but I'm just like, what plays do I want to make? I almost bought a Sappy Seals before they ran up just because they are everywhere. They're ever present. Those guys literally won't shut up. Literally. Like they're, they're everywhere. You can see Sappy Seals everywhere, dude. So, um, so are yeah, we going to be if Iron Paul cooks? Are we expanding to ETH show as well? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, Joe's got D God, so he has to expand to ETH. He's contractually obligated at this point. So, um, you know, and I know he'll be looking at Iron Paul as well. But yeah, we might have to, you know, maybe do a little bit of like ETH corner, like once a yeah. week or something <laughs> like that. But um, you know, our heart is always with Solana until further notice. I just think there's so much more fun and potential over on this chain versus um some of the other ones over the coming years you know i'd say next two years or so i just see more potential on soul than i do on eth that's why we're here right so um let's wrap it up guys let's go ahead and talk is there anything else you want to talk about as far as alpha maybe some notable headlines maybe some notable discord announcements or anything like that 
I, I don't really have anything else. Um, once again, I'll become more prepared for Alpha like after I get this research done over the weekend. It's Thursday, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to say I hope you all cooked on uh, Bonk as well as we did. Um, it was a great time. And so I'm just watching the charts now. But thank you all for tuning in as always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Joe, got anything else for us before we wrap up the show? No, man, not at all. Take some profits if you got them on the table. And uh, don't foam them back in and lose them. Take them, solidify them, or compound them. But, yeah, man, have a good weekend, guys. Yeah, likewise. Um, everybody, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to Rare Flood Radio. We do appreciate all the viewers, all the support we've had, all the kind messages, too. I cannot tell you how much it means when I get a random DM that's like, yes. yo, thank you guys so much. I absolutely cooked on XYZ or you guys helped me adopt the mindset that that, that la latter message is even better. Like I love hearing how people's trading styles have evolved by listening yeah. to the show. That makes my day. That may, like if we change one person's life in this ecosystem that, Oh dude, that makes it so worth it. So I appreciate all the messages and thank you for all the support. Please make sure you are following us on all of our podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you're following all our Twitters, including the official Rare Fud Radio account. And um, thank you guys so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you next week, Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. Have a great weekend, y'all. Have a good one, guys.